God wants you to speak faith. In August of 1980, God gave instructions to me for Word of Faith Ministries. He said, proclaim the Word of Faith, be a showcase of ministries, and train people to fulfill the Word of God. Now, let's get into today's message. And now, a message from December 2011 called, God's Rayma Contains the Power. I don't really have to believe that Jesus was born of a virgin, do I? Well, do you, if you don't believe that, how can you believe the Bible? The Bible teaches it absolutely, positively, 100%. It does not leave anything, you know, <laughs> to be interpreted. You see what I'm saying? We're, I mean, it's exactly what it says. Mary asked the angel specifically, now wait a minute, how is this going to happen seeing I have never known a man? Now you can't, <laughs> you can't paint that any other way than what it is. She was a virgin. And the Bible said specifically, the prophecy was, the virgin shall conceive. So it was a fulfillment of prophecy. So how can you sit there and say, oh yes, I'm a Christian, oh yes, I believe, oh yes, uh, you know, I, I'm okay, me and God are all right. But I don't believe all that miracle stuff. I don't believe all that virgin birth stuff. I don't believe all that split in the Red Sea stuff. Well, then what do you believe? <laughs> you know, I remember, it's going to sound a little funny, but I remember a college class that I took that was called the Philosophy of Art. Now, why they called it the Philosophy of Art, I don't know, because it was mainly just philosophy. <laughs> And the whole point of this instructor, he you know he had this PhD and all this, and he was supposedly a brilliant person and all. You know, typical professor, professorial looking guy. You know, very stuffy looking and gray and so forth. And, you know, three piece suit, and the whole nine yards. And he stood up before the class and he says, "Now, class," and he brought a chair out. He set the chair in front of the class. He says, "Does this chair exist?" <laughs> And I looked at the chair. It looked like a chair to me. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that chair exists. And he looked at me and he says, how do you know? <laughs> well, you know, his point was that in philosophy, how can we know anything? How do we know the chair is there? Perhaps it is merely a concept of a chair. Perhaps someone has just conceived of the chair, and therefore it exists only in our minds. What? <laughs> The chair was a chair, okay? And as a matter of fact, it was a chair very much like the one I was sitting in. If it, if the chair could hold me, the chair was there, okay? <laughs> it was a real chair. <laughs> well, in the same way, these same nuts get all crazy with what the Bible says and say, see, how do we know that this is not just a philosophical statement, that when it says that Jesus was born of a virgin, then, of course, it's just talking about the fact that she was a young girl and there was, it wasn't that she really was a virgin, that there's no real miracle here. See, that's what they want to say. They want to get all philosophical on you. Well, I'm talking reality. I'm talking I can go sit in the chair, okay? <laughs> this is reality, folks. And guess what? You can sit in the chair. Amen. In other words, you can trust the Word of God. That's what it boils down to. The integrity of God's Word. God wrote it down. He gave it to us. If He gave it to us 
and it was spoken out of his mouth, and it was written down the holy men of old as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost, which is what the Bible says happened, then guess what? We can trust his word. We can trust in the integrity of the word of God. And when God's word says that Mary said to the angel, how's this going to happen? I've, I've never known a man. Then I guarantee you she was a literal, physical virgin and when she received the rhema word of god a miracle took place in her life and that miracle became a a uh, an egg in her womb that was caused to be fertilized by the sperma of the incorruptible seed of the word of god through the spoken word the rhema word that was spoken so that when Jesus was born physically he was the word made flesh I'm going to go over to John Gospel of John chapter 1 in the beginning this is the beginning of all things was the word with a capital W and the word with a capital W was with God and the word with a capital W was God you see what it's saying the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, Him who, Him the Word, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He was in the world, listen to what it's saying, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Woo, I believe on the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Verse 13. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14. And the word, capital W, the word, capital W, that was in the beginning, and the Word was God. Do you see that? The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. He was the Word that became flesh, and that Word that became flesh came by agency of the Holy Spirit moving upon this young girl who was a virgin through the incorruptible sperma of the word and caused her to be made physically, actually, not philosophically, physically pregnant with the Son of God, Jesus Christ. And he is literally the Son of God, literally the second person of the Godhead. God is the Father. Jesus is the Son.
The Holy Ghost is the third person of the Trinity. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's the Trinity. And the three are one. Amen? And you say, yeah, but what about the Word? It said the Word was God. Yeah, but the Word is Jesus. The Word is Jesus who became flesh and dwelt among us. Praise God. Do you see that? Now, why is all this so important? Because you need to see that verse of Scripture that we started out with in Luke. Luke chapter 1. Powerful, powerful Scripture. When I first saw this, it really changed my perception of how all of this works. But when you see it, when you get a hold of it, see, in the King James, it looks so simple, so direct. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Now, if, if you just stopped there and took it just on its face as with God, nothing shall be impossible, well, that's great. I don't think anybody disagree with that. I mean, even an atheist that doesn't believe in God, if you got him to accept the premise, just the premise logically, if there is a God and if he is a unique divine being, would anything be impossible for him? Probably that atheist, thinking just philosophically for a moment, if, if he accepted the principle, would say, well, no, of course, nothing would be impossible for this supernatural divine being. But that's, that's you know, that's a great... An important thing, but it's not as deep a revelation as this verse of Scripture has within it. It is absolutely 100% true that with God nothing should be impossible. But what it's actually saying is, no word spoken by God is void of the power necessary to bring that word to pass. That's what the angel told Mary. That's what was so critical. That was what was so important. And that was the answer to her question. Her question was, how shall this be? How can it be possible? And the angel said, well, let me tell you. No word spoken by God is void or empty of the power to cause that word to come to pass. Now, here's what I want you to see. As great as that is... Every word you have in your Bible in front of you that you read contains within it the power to cause that word to come to pass. So if you find yourself saying, how shall these things be? <laughs> how can I be healed? How can I prosper? How can I have the favor of God? How can I be blessed? If you find yourself feeling that way and asking those questions, I want you to hear that verse of Scripture come up from within your spirit because you've heard it now and you're responsible for it. You hear it coming out of your, your, your spirit. No word spoken by God is void of the power necessary to bring that word to pass. Lord, how can I be healed? The healing scriptures have the power within them necessary to bring your healing to pass. Lord, how can I prosper? The prosperity scriptures have within them the power necessary to cause that prosperity to come to pass. Lord, how can I have favor with man? The favor scriptures have within them 
the power necessary to cause that to come to pass in your life. Oh, yeah, but what about the blessing scriptures? Well, the blessing scriptures have the power within them to cause that blessing to come to pass. You see what I'm saying? Are you getting a hold of this? I trust you are because you need to see that this is more than just a pretty story. Whew. It is the very core of what we teach in the Word of Faith message. We teach words of faith as seeds containing power that go into your spirit and birth forth whatever that word says will come to pass. Do you see it? Do you see the word of faith being the very core of the story reported there in Luke chapter 1? Praise God. I trust... Oh my. I trust, I trust you, get you enjoyed the Speak Faith broadcast today. Word of Faith Ministries is a multimedia outreach ministry that provides the SpeakFaith.tv Fire TV app, the SpeakFaith.tv Roku channel, the SpeakFaith.tv live streaming internet TV network available at the web address sftv.io and the on-demand SpeakFaith.today internet video service to showcase ministries preaching the uncompromising word of faith. We also provide technical support and web hosting for many great churches and ministries, including Expedition Church of the Triad, Word of Faith Worship Center, and Word of Faith Radio. If you would like to partner with us to reach the world with the Word of Faith, you may do so on the web at paypal.me slash speakfaith or at our mailing address, Word of Faith Ministries, P.O. Box 5213, High Point, North Carolina, 27262. For more information, visit our main website at speakfaith.org. The Speak Faith broadcast is brought to you by Word of Faith Ministries and our partners around the world.